Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. Radio Red in the house. Thank you, Ryan Treasure. I think we lost one of our one of our guests there. I'm sure he'll come back. George dropped off. He'll come back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Read My Lips, Cool Conversations with Creatives. I am AKA Radio Red. And right now, I have three of my four guests, and we're hoping the other one comes back because we really want him. This is, my goodness, what day is it? It's August 9th. I don't know where the year is going, but it's going way too fast because so far, it's been a pretty good year. Now, we're not exactly sure of that. And if you're looking to count down, we'll tell you, let's see what we've got here. It is the 221st day. Here comes George. I'm letting him back in. This is live radio and it's reality radio and we'll get him back. (laughs) The 221st day of the Gregorian calendar. Everybody say thank you to Greg, Greggy, everybody, whatever you want to call him. Thank you, Greg, Greggy, Gregorian, whatever his mom called him. Thanks, Greg. It's it's really a cool calendar. George, there you go. Dr. George Vinay. I haven't introduced anybody yet, but you got a head start. And there's 144 days left in 2021. I don't know if we want them to hurry or slow down. I'm not sure. Last year we wanted to hurry. 31st Monday in 2021, which only matters to me. Nobody else cares. But I'm telling all of my listeners and all of my guests, if you want something special to drink on New Year's Eve, whether you're wishing 2021 didn't happen and you're waiting for 22 or something, uh, you either have to start making it the still in the backyard or start brewing Kahlua in the garage sink or do something in the bathtub or just go to a liquor store or online and order something because the drinks are going to go fast this year for New Year's Eve. So let me just tell you who my special guests are. And everybody say hello to Facebook. One, two, three. Hello, Facebook. Hello. Hello, Facebook. There you go. We love to live stream on Monday nights. And if you're just tuning in, this is Read My Lips Radio cool conversations with creatives with moi aka radio red so our day our show today is about creativity as always but it's also about storytelling about imagination about sharing the bounty of creativity and what it means to the world and benefiting the world so i'm calling this episode change making the world change changing the world impacting the world using your creativity to change whether yourself whether other people and all of my guests have changed the lives of so many other people through their creativity. So let's do a quick rundown of who we've got. I have a new, well, first of all, I'm sorry, forgot something. Everybody on the count of three, say hello to LLL. One, two, three. Hello, LLL. Now, I think it's her birthday today, and her daughter took her out to dinner, so she will be listening later. But LLL is our most loyal listener. She's lovely, lanky Laura Legs from New York. She comes from Whitestone. She's in Whitestone. I'm trying to take up a fake GoFundMe to get her to London because it would be lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener in London. And we all know that's alliteration, which we learned. Yes, George, you got to tell a story about alliteration in one of your classroom settings there. So my second most loyal listener, I think... Drum roll, please, is Dr. George Vinay. George has been watching the shows and listening. And every week after we finish streaming, I see George is with a thumbs up or with a yes or great show. George, thank you. I appreciate you. 
He's been waiting months. I met him at the National Publicity Summit. And our second guest, jo- Joanne Perdomenico and Vincent James, who have been on with me before, were at the summit as well. And Serge Huffman is with us. And let me tell you who they are. So raise your hand when I talk about you. Dr. George Vinay, it's spelled V-I-N-E-Y. He's a PsyD. That's his education. He is a Jungian and archetypal psychotherapist. Not only that, he's a poet, and he's a magician, and he's a storyteller, and he's a speaker. He's not busy at all. And he's the author of books, The Fathering Thread and the Protecting Veil, and The Wedding of Eros and Psyche. George, would you just please take about a minute and just add a little bit between the lines of your introduction, and then I'll go around the table. Go ahead. George, you're muted, dear. Unmute. Click that mute button. Almost. 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 If you don't get, there you go, Dr. George Vinay. All right, love, go ahead. Well, you know, to start it off with that, these little synchronicities that happen when things go wrong or outside of what one has planned, for me, is all about creativity. And you have to be attuned to letting those things happen and seeing how you can incorporate it into whatever you're doing. Let's say I'm telling a story in a classroom and the bell rings or the principal gets on the air through the speaker system and starts talking. One has to incorporate it into the story, and that that way the intention doesn't go, and in fact, it becomes even more lively. So um, I come from a background of creativity. I've really enjoyed watching your show and all the guests you. that you have, Thank and you. also your own uh, embodiment of creativity. So that, that's been part of the journey. I think kids... When I work with them, this is from elementary all the way up through high school and early college. One's witnessing of their budding creativity is absolutely essential. It helps them blossom. It helps them find their path and they enter life with courage and passion. And in private practice, of course, I have clients coming in and as well, whether they're uh, in the third half of life or just out of college, it's the same issue of how do I find my way and what is my creative calling? So that that's essentially what I'm about. Thank you, George. I have to tell everybody, George sent me a YouTube clip. It's a clip of several of his classroom appearances. He's talking to 20, 30, 40 kids sitting on the floor of a classroom and he's doing magic, whether it's with things coming out of his hand or whether it's with puppets. Uh, it's it's funny. It's engaging. The kids just can't get enough. The comments from the teachers about how he embraces diversity and kids from different backgrounds yeah. and the whole idea of getting them to engage. And they're right there with him the whole time. George, very impressive, delightful. And as I told you before the show, I wish I could go back to school and be in one of your classrooms that you're talking to because I don't remember anybody like you when I was growing up in and school. You- what you touched on there about live storytelling, one thing is, say, many of the kids are playing video games and things like that, but the video game doesn't witness them personally. Where, And I'm sure with Vincent and Joanne, th- this comes up as well in your journey working with kids. Well, everyone. But the fact is, say, here we're live and we're interacting in storytelling. The quality of the story has everything to do with the heart opening of the children. And it becomes this wonderful, glorious circulation of energy and heart and love and imagination. And we're all traveling together on the same magic carpet. 
Very well put. Thank you very much. And there are some people who believe that standard and formal education kills creativity in kids, right? You got to memorize this. Mm -hmm. You got to do this by the rule. You got to pass this test. You got to show up these days. You have to sit still. You can't talk. You can't create. So you're helping to keep that alive. And now let's go to our second guest, welcoming back Joanne and Vincent. Vincent James, let's get formal here. And Joanne Pierre Domenico founded the nonprofit Keep Music Alive. I want everybody to remember that. They also created International Teach Music Week, love that, and Kids Music Day. Yes, they did. And they're the co-authors of two books already in the series, 88 Ways, 88, get it, Serge? Keys, 88 Keys on the Piano, hmm. 88 Ways Music Can Change Your Life book series. So I'm going to put you two on speaker view, and why don't you each take about two minutes and just catch us up on what you've been up to, please. Well, thanks so much, Radio Red. You know, we are, you know, I'm a lifelong songwriter, musician, and done various things throughout the music business. Uh, but several years ago, I got this idea for what about trying to, instead of just promoting my own music, trying to get more people to benefit from playing music and listening to music intentionally. And that's kind of where the whole thing started with the book series, 88 Ways Music Can Change Your Life. And that dovetailed into the Keep Music Alive and then Teach Music Week and Kids Music Day. And what we're really trying to do is to get, you know, kids and adults to reap you know, the many benefits of playing music, whether it's the educational benefits for kids, the therapeutic benefits for kids and adults, and the social benefits of playing music. So everything we do, you know, between the book series and the holidays is trying to make that happen in a bigger mm -hmm. way. And, you know, we are currently gearing up for the sixth annual Kids Music Day that will be happening on October 1st. And we're looking to partner again with about a thousand music schools and stores to help us celebrate. Very, very exciting. Wow. Joanne, bring us up to date. How have you been? Oh, I've been great. Thank you. Um, just so excited that uh, it looks like things may be going in the right direction so that we'll be able to have Kids Music Day this year mm -hmm. and not have it be all virtual. Yes. And uh, with my background, I don't exactly play an instrument, although I'm learning to play the ukulele. And um, I've always been very involved with children, you know, as, as a Girl Scout leader, as a homeroom parent, as a PTL representative. I've always enjoyed being around children. So my favorite holiday is Kids Music Day. Um, but in addition to that, Keep Music Alive also provides musical instrument petting zoos where we bring probably three to four dozen different instruments out to libraries and, you know, festivals and things like that, where the children can actually put their hands on things and play with them. It's like a please mm. touch museum for musical instruments. And that's like my favorite, favorite thing that I do with Keep Music Alive. Very exciting. Joanne, do you pick up any of those instruments when you're at the music zoo? And is your what's your favorite instrument to play at that time? So actually, it, it depends on what child I am with. It depends on what child I am with. Um, sometimes we work with children on the spectrum and then sometimes we work with the general public. So I actually take my cues from the children that are with me. And, you know, a lot of them like the drums, the different mm -hmm. types of percussion that we have. And they also like the, uh, the glockenspiel, which is like a xylophone but there is a difference between them. So, you know, banging away on the glockenspiel or banging away on a, on a drum of some sort, I think those are the, the ones that they really gravitate towards. That and the electric guitar. 
<laughs> a lot of fun. A, a, absolutely a lot of fun. And and when you're we were speaking and George, when you're speaking, I'm thinking of my training years ago in improv. I took improv mm-hmm. classes from some rather well known people when I was in New York. I took comedy lessons. I did stand up. I had my own troupe. I won't tell you what the name was, but it was my <laughs> name at the time and Du Bois. And we performed in libraries and borders bookstores and, and we just had a blast. It was really, really fun. Oh. But I'm thinking of improv and what George said is when the, something changes in the room and the bell rings or something happens, you can't just say, oh, well, we're done. You, you weave it into the story. You make it part right. of it. And improv is using the elements of whatever is happening either in your mind or with the other people in the room to bring it together into that improv story. So I appreciate that. Thank you. So good to see both of you. And let's go to Serge Hoffman. Serge and I met through business a couple of about a month and a half ago, he is a composer. I'll let him tell you all about it, but let me just read a little bit here. Composer, musician, and singer, a record company CEO told Serge not to try to do music professionally. He said, you keep it as a hobby. But Serge continued, self-taught, and his music has allowed him, and I'd like you to explain to Serge, has allowed him to reach extraordinary events and audiences, including TED Talks and Cirque du Soleil, and we are going to play Three clips from Serge's original music. I'm so, so happy to have you here, Serge. So I'm going to put you on full speaker view. Why don't you tell us a little more, please? And welcome. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Merci beaucoup, uh, Roger Red. I'm very, very honored and very pleased to be with you guys today. Um, and yes, I, I really like two things you said, uh, Roger Red. One is creativity. The other one is change. Because uh, creativity is something I will never... And then this is something I really need to to uh, to how could I say to, to live my, my life and to express myself and, and change is that something I discovered that music can help you and I think both George and, and Joanne and Vincent explain in their own areas the changes that they're making with the people they're meeting and for me music has become an instrument of communication and this is exactly what we're doing today and a, a way to uh, build things and create connections uh, with people that I would never uh, have imagined to, to, to do it otherwise and that's the beauty of it and I think it's universal because um, music touches your heart and touches your soul even you don't have conscience of it and is beyond languages beyond countries beyond cultures everybody thinks the music is beautiful they they, they feel it and uh, this is something one that, that I, I'm trying to use to uh, improve my connections with people this way I'm really happy to be to be with you today what a beautiful way to describe it. And when I think of music, I think of emotions, a lot of emotions. There are songs I listen to, Serge, that make me cry, songs from years and years ago. And there's something about music. George, music is storytelling, isn't it? Whether it has words or not, music is storytelling. And there's something magical. Vincent, when you decided to start these holidays and, and keep music alive, what visceral level were you thinking at? Were you thinking, I like music, kids need to have music education, let's do this as a as a business or a side gig, if you will. But were you thinking the beauty of music, the, the way it infuses love and heart and sharing and communication, as, as Serge so beautifully put, into their lives? What What were you thinking at that point, may I ask? Sure, absolutely. I think what I was thinking is, you know, for, for many decades... Well, not too many decades, a few decades. You know, everything Careful. I've, I've been doing in music was really centered around me and my music and the various pursuits I was doing. But I think as I got a little older, I started to think a little bit more outside myself and the mm-hmm. benefits of music. And, you know, I know how much music has meant to me in so many different ways and aspects of my life. I thought, well, if we can help bring that to many other people in the world, 
I think that would be a good thing. And, and actually, when I got the idea, and it was the book series that started the whole train that we're on, when I initially got that idea, I got all excited. I ran upstairs to tell Joanne about it. It's just, you know, it's like a goosebump moment. Like, you know that you've hit on something that you really, truly believe in in your heart and you want to follow with your full passion. Thank you very much for answering. Serge, I would like to have Josh, our engineer. Everybody say hello, Josh. One, two, three. Hello. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. There you go. I always want to greet Josh because he's special for us on Mondays. Josh, are you ready to play the first song? And I want Serge to just tell us a little bit about it. So, Serge, why don't you give us a little introduction? The song is called New Black. Tell us a little bit about what it means to you or why or how you created it. And then, Josh, will you, Josh has a message here for me. He says, okay, good, like that. Serge, give us a little introduction on the song, and then Josh will play it. Go ahead. Yeah, so it's New Black, not New Black, New Black. New back. It's a little okay. typo, whatever. And it's uh, to express the change that you were mentioning earlier. It's uh, an arrangement, a different arrangement, which I made of a song which I composed very um, many years ago, right? And I discovered that uh, by keeping the same structure, the, the same words, you can change completely the atmosphere. And uh, I say, okay, I'm able to do that, so maybe I can do more. And this was the beginning of a lot of stuff. And I have a lot of respect for the people who are able to leave from their music. So, Joanne and, and Vincent, I really admire you. Uh, I think it's really great. Uh, I cannot do that. I have friends who are professional, but I prefer to keep it as a hobby, as, as you said earlier. And, uh, yeah, this is one of, of my favorite songs, which I, I composed a couple of years ago. Okay. Josh, whenever you're ready, hit it. Turn it up. Let's hear it, please. Thank you, Josh. Let's hear it for Serge. That was lovely. Tell me, Thank you. was was that all you, you the voice, you all of the instruments? What instruments do you use to create something like that? Let's inspire people. I just play the keyboards first, and then I, I play the melody. I, I play the two voices. If you hear there's some chords with the voices, then I play the bass, I play the drums, I play everything in my studio. Very, very nice. Anybody have any questions for Serge about, about his creativity or what he does with his music? I'm so impressed. That was beautiful production. That was really, really good, Serge. You know, I was beautiful. I was feeling it. <laughs> there you go. I was feeling it. I like that a lot. I've tried to use GarageBand and some other programs to create, but and I, I have a friend brought a keyboard over, but we couldn't get the DAW to work so we could hear the music in the room. We could just basically, it, it just didn't work. We're still working on it. Uh, I don't know if any of you know, I'm a drummer now. Did, did you know mm-hmm. that? A couple yeah, of you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started drumming about three years ago, uh, nowhere near high level, but I certainly enjoy it. And I found, talking about creativity, I found that my musical background, which was nothing,
something more than growing up in the 60s and the 70s. Um, knowing music gives me a, a sense of the music, of watching American Bandstand after school every day, seeing people dance to the music. I was a dance instructor years ago and mm. loving to dance. And I find that I I hear the music and I don't even want to play according to what the track would be. I play musically the way I see my drums fitting in with that song. So right now in our community, we opened up the clubhouse. It's, I don't know how long it's going to stay open. We're back to mask requirements, but we're having uh, on August 28th, it's residents only. Otherwise I'd invite all of you and I'd try to fly you in, but forget about that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing a Motown dance party and we have two drummers. I'm on acoustic. We have a, a drummer on, on e-kit, they call it, electronic drums. He hasn't been feeling well, and we don't know if he's going to show up. So I may be on all 17 songs, leading and playing. And there are two songs that I love because I get to I get to start. One is Pretty Woman, and the other one is Money. Also heavy drum beat, heavy heavy mm-hmm. beat in the in yeah. the front, and I love those. And then we we close the second set with the song Ray Charles, What I Say. Da, 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 tell me what I say. Let me hear you say, yeah, yeah. And the singer goes out in the audience, and I literally bounce off my drum throne. That's throne <laughs> is what we go. I literally am, am. I just go absolutely nuts on that song because it's so much fun to have a song that you can really play loud, and every it it just goes on and on and on. So we're looking forward mm-hmm. to that. And then I started a band uh, last year called Reds Hot Mango. And we play over tracks. We used to have guitar players. They moved away. And so we play over tracks. And we're the break band for the Still Kicking band. Still Kicking sounds like we all died and somebody brought us back. (laughs) I I didn't name it. Don't worry. But Red's Hot is mine. And I'm going to buy sparkly red face masks for my other two band members. And the singer will probably wear it as like a a neck band here. There'll be sparkly red spangles. And we do Latin rock and roll and a couple of ballads over tracks. So we have live singer with congas. Nice. And we have me on drums, and we have a bass player playing over the track. So it's you get the benefit of the tracks. It's karaoke tracks, admittedly. We have live singer, live bass, and live drums, and we just have a blast. So we're doing mm. six songs for the first break, and that and the middle break, and then when we do the evening performance, we're doing another six songs. Things like Besame Mucho or Yokoma Va. We end with Tequila. Why not? Right? This is a party. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Really, I just had to get that in. I wish I could. You're my, wish I you're could. my hero, Bob. You're my hero, Reds. Why? Why? Just you know, <laughs> I, I want to learn to play drums. I, something I wanted to play from the fourth grade and played three other different instruments. I'm going to get back to the drums. Thank you. Just you're welcome. I just called up a local school of rock full admission here and they give a 30 minute free lesson and I went in I said what do I do with these sticks you know how do I hold them without a foot pedal is that what is that and and he said okay 30 minutes what do you and he showed me and I said I'm coming back and six weeks later I played with their adult band at a concert hall in in Raleigh called uh, Motorco and I was on stage with a live band playing Aerosmith six weeks later Radio Red what I observe or what moves me is how much vitality and joy and passion just start to <laughs> erupt through you as you just tell us about it. Thank and I you. can only imagine what the live performance is. But I think it cuts <laughs> to the essence of probably why you bring this this podcast out to the world, which is get in touch with your creativity because it causes you to feel that life force and that unique essence streaming through you. 
Oh, you are so kind. You are so wonderful. Thank you. I do get excited about the music. And George, as I was saying, the joy, and, and Serge, you can chime in here. The joy to me is remembering songs like like yes. Twisted Child. That's not one of my favorites. We do Under the Boardwalk and we do um, uh, we do Money and we do, what else do we do? Uh, Proud Mary we're doing and a bunch of real Motown songs. And I remember them and it feels like the music, I might listen to the YouTube cut just before, if I haven't played it in a while, but it it just brings out what do I hear that I want to add the drums mm-hmm. to that yeah. song. Serge, had, what inspires you, Serge, with your music? Uh, I have a lot, a lot of uh, I will say culture, musical culture uh, from the sixty, no, not sixty, seventies, eighties, nineties, and so What's on. What's wrong with the sixties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because uh, uh, maybe it was um, uh, I was born on on, on sixty, so I was maybe a little bit uh, earlier to 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 start to 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 become conscious of, of that. But I think I have a lot of of uh, um, collections of of records, of DVDs, and 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 things I've learned and and uh, listened. I've, I've listened a lot, and uh, it's a real question. And I'd be interested to to know, uh, for example, from Vincent, how how you compose when, when you hear something that that you like, how, how it comes to to become a song. For example, what what you heard, uh, and also um, it's difficult to do something that people never heard that is really original, right? So now I'm really focusing on structure, on on harmony, and 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 driving something, as you said, the emotion. Because I'm working with directors now. I'm using doing films. For um, uh, music for films, uh, as we have mm. been we've been working together, and so I asked the director, "What is the emotion? The emotion you want to convey?" And based on this emotion, you have to go in major, in minor, or using this kind of of of, yes. uh, of melody and and um, and chords. But for for the melody, then it goes to something that you feel, um, and and it's mm. always mysterious, you know, how how a melody comes uh, arrive, and then sometimes it reminds you something that you like. But at some point, I say, oh, oh this, is, this looks like something I know and everybody will recognize. So <laughs> I go backward and I say, okay, I will decompose what, what, what I like in this. It is the movement between this note and this note or that note and that note or that movement. Then I keep the structure, I keep this principle, but I transpose it in, in other mode, in other tonality uh, that nobody can recognize, but I know that it's in, it's in there, you know? Yeah. This is how I compose. <laughs> Fascinating. I, I want to bring up something. Speaking of drums, George, you bring a drum into the classrooms when you go to do your magic and storytelling. Tell I us do. a little bit about what you do because the kids, at one point I saw in the video clip, he's playing, and the kids are starting to clap, and then he stops. And then he starts playing, and the kids clap again. And then he pretends to start on the drums, and the kids clap automatically because it was like Pavlog, right? You condition yeah, yeah. them. Tell us about what kind of drum do you bring in, and what do you do with it? Well, that that all started because I met a mythographer and storyteller named Michael Mead, and he became a mentor many years ago. And I invited him out to lunch and said, can we talk about how you work with the drum? And then went out just sort of the, your Similar journey to yours, Radio Red, and how you fell a calling, you got the, that class, and off you went. So I started using the drum and finding my own way of working with the drum and involving others. But a drum comes from a sort of shamanistic background. When you, when you start up that rhythm, you're transporting people to once upon a time. Not digital time, analog time, but once upon a time, and you go off. And that, that rhythm becomes the, the vehicle, the rhythmic vehicle through which we launch into the imagination. 
And then at the end, when the silences come, then that also brings them into a kind of mysterious depth. And it, it, it became a very reverential experience to evoke it in a fun way. But at the same time, it has all that background that we're, we're taking them into places that will enter memory through those images being told that can orient and guide them and come up just when they need them. The way you were saying, Serge, sort of how one discovers a, a melody. And Vincent, same with you. I'm sure all of us share that. How do you listen to the muses who are the daughters of memory? And when those muses start singing, one starts to conjure up memories that mean something. And if you go deep enough, the emotions you access or the memories that come forth actually resonate with others who are re meeting you with that same level of sort of humanity and heart. Lovely. And, and I think we all know that certain drum beats mimic the sound of a mother's heartbeat when the baby is in the womb. So it's a very natural sound, the thump, the thump, the thump, yeah. the thump, yeah. and those drum beats bring us back to another place in time. We're not going to get all woo-woo audience, don't worry about it, but <laughs> it's just an interesting concept that we've talked about. Serge, when you're playing playing your drums on, what do you play them on, a uh, synthesizer, or, or what do you use? Um, I have a machine, I would just show it to you. Yeah, yeah, love uh, to see it. Uh, it's this one. <laughs> uh, so... Maybe you can see it. So on here, yeah. I, I touch, uh, this can trigger sounds, you know, and I play with my fingers and, and I compose the rhythm like, like this uh, on that. And it's linked to uh, with a USB. I'm using a DAW called Cubase. Okay. And, uh, mm -hmm. and this is how I play drums as well. Thank you. Very, very interesting, putting it all together. We know there's some well-known musicians who put everything together, right? They sing all the tracks, they do all the melody, all the backgrounds, and it's always fascinating. Listen, kids, I want to go to, we have so much to talk about, I know, but you've also been so kind to send me your favorite movie quote or song quote, and I want to ask you why it's your favorite quote and what it has to do with creativity. So, Dr. George Vinay, hmm. uh, the quote you sent me is from, this is interesting, I couldn't find it, you sent me the clip. This this is from the movie Serendipity, 2001 American romantic comedy film. Dean Kansky, played by actor I like a lot, Jeremy yeah. Piven. Oh, yeah. my. Very young Jeremy Piven. To Jonathan Traeger, played by John Cusack, another iconic actor. And here is the line. You are a jackass. You are. You are my hero. You know, you're like my oracle. You're out there making it happen. I hope I did justice to that. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, George. Just take us to what does this have to do with creativity? I'd love to know. Well, I think the entire movie sort of catches, uh, it offers a scaffolding to approaching creativity for me because it involves so much serendipity, how you put yourself out, you launch into the world, and then you attune to the signs that come to confirm or point the way or orient you in some way, whether it's through, uh, as the movie embodies, especially in that interaction between um, uh, Cusack and Piven, two of my also two of my favorite actors. Uh, it celebrates friendship, and through the friendship, they are able to affirm how much Cusack's character is following his passion. He feels love, and love has been confirmed by all these signs and synchronicities. And he dares to be a jackass. In other words, be humble. Put yourself out there. Drop the mask. Who cares if if you look crazy or or you're you're looking childish, whatever? And you leave your persona and follow it. And so, 
when you asked the, the question about the quote, that one for some reason came up because that is it. Let's all be joyful jackasses <laughs> entering the world and being like a humble donkey who opens their eyes with innocence and receives what the world is bringing to us spiritually and socially and around us through friendships. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I had no idea what you were going to do with that. Serge, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to say that. And I'm also very humble, but I just want to say that I just saw this movie half an hour ago with my wife. Wow. You We're see looking at the this serendipity. Movie. Exactly. <laughs> because, because it's it's one o'clock, one, one, one thirty a.m. our time in France here. And it was just, we were waiting. And so we saw that movie and I really loved it. And I think it's a sign, uh, George, <laughs> so for, for something. Right, right. Wow. We just got out with a third eye. We have to just open our hearts and be watchful as you, you question, you know, you respond to the questions blowing through you and you set out on your calling and you see what comes to meet you you like this podcast and you kind folks with your talents we're all crossing paths suddenly unpredictably and joyfully yeah, yeah, yeah. i That's i did wonderful. not share the quotes that you each on my business shows i put everything into a calendar invitation everybody sees each other's quotes and their backgrounds and their discussion statements i didn't do that by the way it, serendipity i assume that they they mention or they show i don't remember the movie i will have to watch it if i saw it i don't remember it uh, there's a, a a beautiful restaurant coffee shop in new york called serendipity that's serendipity. On a couple yes, of, yeah, yeah, yes yeah. and they everybody know what their most favorite famous drink is anybody remember I've been there. It's frozen hot chocolate to die for. A huge, huge mug of frozen hot chocolate. It's what people come from all over the world to have when you go to Serendipity. That I remember, of course. Chocoholic here. Let's go to Joanne. Joanne has sent me a quote from, uh, okay, voiced by Brother Theodore, Peter Woodthorpe, and Andy Serkis in various Circus, C-S-E-R-K-S, in various editions of the film, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And the character is Gollum, or Gollum, who speaks in an idiosyncratic manner, often referring to himself in the third person and frequently talking to himself. In The Hobbit, he always refers to himself as, and here's the quote, my precious. Joanne, talk to me. So that was, um, it's just something funny that I would say um, with my kids because they really enjoyed the movie as well. And when one of them was hoarding something from like the other, I would, you know, I would come up to them and I'd grab it and they go, he wants the toy. They would just be so freaked out by it. And then like they would do the same thing too. So it's like, you know, sharing is caring. (laughs) You can't keep it all to yourself. Very, very cool. Vincent, let me go to your quote. And then, Serge, when, after you do your quote, we're going to play another music that Josh has ready for you. So Vincent has picked one of the ones a lot of people on my business shows use this, Dory, voiced by Ellen DeGeneres in Finding Nemo. And the quote is, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming. Vincent, talk to me. Just keep swimming, uh, Radio Red. I mean, whenever, whatever we're trying to do in life, we're always going to run into obstacles, you know, and, and we're no exception through building up our journey and everything we're doing, you know, there's always obstacles, you know, that get put in front of us, unexpected things that happen. And, you know, I just keep in my head, whatever it is, we're just going to keep moving forward, just keep swimming and don't, you know, and be creative. You know, oftentimes you have to find a creative solution. You know, you can't get through the door, try to go around the door, or over the door, or dig a tunnel, well, whatever it is, find a way. And that's why that quote resonates with me. Thank you very much. I love the quotes. And let's go to Serge's quote. This is from 
Attribution is Gandalf, played by Ian McKellen, Wizard of the Istari Order, in the Fellowship of the Ring 2001 epic fantasy adventure film, the first of three films. And here is the, I'm going to do the scene for you, Serge. The first scene is Frodo Baggins, played by Elijah Wood, says, I wish it need not have happened in my time. And Gandalf replies, oh, there are the dogs, George. We got the dogs now. And Gandalf (laughs) replies, so do I. And so do all who live to see such things, such times, but that is not for them. And here's the quote that that, uh, Serge has picked. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. I don't think I got the right scene. Forgive me, Serge. Go ahead. Talk to me about the quote. Yeah, I think it's really what Gandalf said, and I think it, it seems that Joanne as well is already. Uh, everybody loves this this story, and and um, it's, for me, it's the best usage of the time you can do. For for sure, we have work in our life, business. It takes a lot of time, but uh, we have children, we have family, we have grandchildren, and we have our patients, music, or sport, and so on. Uh, what is difficult is to choose what you want to do, where you want to focus your time, in order to to make the maximum of of uh, value out of it. And not only for you, but also for the others. Thank you very much. Love the quote. Appreciate that. I think it's time for another song. Serge, are you up for another song? This one looks like it's Vox, V-O-X. You want to tell us what that means? Yeah, this, this one is really a, a big step for me. It was uh, in, in the Palais des Festivals de Cannes. Maybe you know it in south of France, where you have the music, uh, the festival for films. Mm-hmm. And it was a TEDx, TEDx talk where I invited the Cirque du Soleil. It was my first encounter with them. And uh, this is a time where you hear the piano at the beginning. Then each of my finger becomes a, a new instrument. And you have the whole orchestra. And imagine in the theater with nearly 3,500 people. And it was a full orchestra of uh, 93 uh, um, tracks that I compose, which you have a few seconds here. And uh, it was a big uh, step for me. I, I can music. only imagine. It sounds very ambitious and very creative. Uh, Josh is going to mute all of us so we can just hear the music. So, Josh, go ahead. Like, so powerful. I absolutely loved it. I feel like we were watching a scene from Lord of the Rings, and that's the music <laughs> in the background. I thought yeah. I was watching an ocean scene somewhere with a boat on the waves and the storm, and the crew is getting tossed. I got chills, surge. Wow. Thank you so much. But I, I really look forward that you hear it in good conditions because here uh, with all, all the, the 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 circuits that the sound goes is not ideal. But uh, I will share. I've, I've shared with you my, my website where I have more yes. than 75 uh, tracks now. And, yes. and uh, it's very difficult to mix uh, more than 80 tracks at, uh, together. But for me, as I said, it was a first step into uh, symphonic music. And it's really exciting to do this. Beautiful. Symphonic it is and just moving. 
It was moving. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Let's do some national holidays, and then we'll see if we can get some of your creativity statements in, everybody. So today is Monday, August 9th. It's National Book Lovers Day. Who still reads books? I know two people do. Ah, yes, yes. I used to get hard copy books from my radio show guests. Do you have any idea what it was like to move from New York to North Carolina four yeah. years ago? So what I did was the books that I was done, and I never throw a book. I've only thrown, I think I've thrown two books over the past 20 years in, throw them away because they were just so badly done. I mean, badly produced, badly, not spell checked, awful. Just, just they offended me. That's very rare. I'm very tolerant. But I gave a bunch of books that I didn't want anymore to a friend who plays tennis in Queens, New York at one of the public courts. And he went and he just yelled out, free books. And people came from all over. And he had about 250 books in the trunk. I think it took about eight minutes before they were cleared out. There were cookbooks and self-help psychology books. I just gave him bags and bags of books. And he said, take what you want. Just don't, you know, don't give them back. Take what you want. So we shared the books, <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Now I mostly prefer eBooks because it's, yeah, I brought my bookshelves with me, but how much can you carry? So anyway, uh, so National Book Lovers Day. Tomorrow is National Lazy Day. Anybody planning to be lazy tomorrow? I'm working. I don't know. I somebody, would love to be. <laughs> you, well put. I hear somebody moving a lot in the background. It's like somebody's moving furniture. I don't know what it is, but I'm hearing it. Anyway, it's Spoil Your Dog Day. Anybody have a dog they want to spoil tomorrow? Anybody? Serge? Pets? George? A cat. A cat. A cat. Cats. Four cats. Yeah. Well, spoil your cat day then. We'll just change yeah. it. I can change it. It's also S'mores Day. And I was explaining to Serge that S'mores are, is a, a treat, two graham crackers with a chocolate bar that melts in between and roasted marshmallows on an open fire. Smash them together and you've got it. There you go. Yummy. Wednesday Yummy. is, we could all celebrate. I, I don't think I'm getting the barbecue up for just a couple <laughs> marshmallows. I'll do it over the stove. Wednesday, August 11th, is National Mountain Day in Japan. I don't know why we would celebrate that, but I put it. It's National Son and Daughter Day. How many people have a son or a daughter? Yes? George, Three. kids? Yes, yes, yes. Uh -huh. Okay, there you uh, go. So say uh, hello to your son and daughter. It's also the Royal National Agriculture Show Day, or ECA, E-K-K-A, exclamation point. It's because, here's the Mountain Day explanation. Mountains are seen as national, natural sanctuaries of peace, Pondering the blessings that mountains offer is reflective of Shintoism, the dominant religious practice in Japan. Okay, mm. and then I'll do the other one. ECA is National Royal Agricultural Show Day, or ECA in Queensland, Australia. Dogwood dogs, birdie beetle show bags, great food, fireworks displays at the Brisbane Showgrounds. It's a public holiday in Queensland, and it lasts 10 days. So wow. that's why. So happy, happy Eka to them. Thursday, August 12th is National Middle Child Day. Is anybody a middle child? I was a, I was a first child. Anybody middle child? Yeah. Serge? Middle first, child? First, that's right. First, yeah. first. Your first child, George? Only child. Only child. Okay. Yes. Joanne, what about you? First child? Youngest. Youngest. Okay. And Vincent, what about you? Um, two out of four. Oh, okay. All right. So nobody middle child. All right. Well, you sort of. But I have to tell you, Thursday is a special day for all of us. It's Vinyl Record Day. Yay! Yeah. Now, I had guests on last week. If you saw the show, George, you think I think you did, who've been collecting vinyl records for 25 years. Do you remember them? It was, I, I can't remember their name. I got too much in my head here. Mm -hmm. And they have written books on the impact on, on American culture of vinyl records. And, and and they collect anything and everything. So anyway, that was and it's World Elephant Day. I, I will leave that one alone. We don't have to go. Oh, 
I know, I know. It's memory like an elephant, right? <laughs> Friday, August 13th is International Left-Handers Day. How many left-handers do we have? Anybody? Our son is. Okay, well, you tell him it's International Left-Handers Day. It's also National Blame Someone Else Day. <laughs> it's real. It's it's real. It's, it's, I did. Are you, are you doing it right now? Or are you planning to do it on Friday? I'm just blaming myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone else. Someone else. It's Blame Yourself Day is a different day, Vincent. You have the wrong holiday. It's also Friday is National Prosecco Day. Anybody drink Prosecco? Yes. Okay. Serge does. Prosecco, sparkling wine made in Veneto, Italy, the most solid, the most sold sparkler in the U.S. I didn't know that. What makes Prosecco a showstopper is its mousse, the bubbles that form the extra pizzazz. Hmm. Who knew? Saturday is National Free Comic Book Day. Apparently, in addition to free music lessons, I don't know if you knew, but some comic stores give away a free comic on August 14th. It's bowling day, and here's some food. It's not chocolate this time, George, but it's creamsicle day. Anybody remember creamsicle from the Good Humor Man or any... Not no. my favorite. Yeah. Not, not mine I either. remember it. Yeah. Creamsicle yeah, is vanilla ice cream with orange ice in it, Serge. Mm-hmm. Did they, were you grew up? Orange if, no, if, don't worry about it. Um, Sunday is National Back to School Prep Day. That's questionable now. It's Relaxation Day. <laughs> okay. Joanne, if you don't get to be lazy on Tuesday, you can relax on Sunday. Vincent, Thank you. Thank you. I have permission from I, Red. Red says permission. And it's Chant at the Moon Day. Does anybody know what Chant at the Moon Day is? No. I'm I'm about to tell you. Oh, beg me. Red, please tell us. Oh, thank you. I please will. Tell us. It was inspired by the Wenatchee, Washington-based fruit grower, Steamelts. According to local legend, harvesting Steamelts cherries prior to a full moon makes them sweeter. The moon's gravitational pull enhances the tree roots where the cherries are grown. Okay, so don't celebrate Chant of the Moon Day. I don't know. I thought it was something more religious than that. And Monday, next Monday, before my radio show, I have to tell you, it's National Rum Day. Who drinks rum or likes rum or rum drink? Nope. Nope, yes, nope. here, here, here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Joanne, while they're busy drinking rum, you can go on its National Roller Coaster Day. You got any amusement parks near you? Yeah, we have one uh, about an hour and a half away. You tell them it's National Roller Coaster Day. And it's also Tell a Joke Day. Anybody have a joke yeah. they want to tell next Monday? Anything clean you can tell on my show? <laughs> okay, a priest, that's a-, a priest, a rabbi, oh, God. and an Englishman walk into a bar. And the bartender oh. says, what is this? Some kind of joke? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good that, I, I was cringing there for a second George you knew that I knew you wanted to do that on purpose let's do a couple of famous birthdays real fast I'll just name them and if you know them just put your finger up or something Anna Kendrick movie actor she's done a lot she's only 35 God bless Dan Levy the actor 37 Ashley Johnson TV actress I don't know how these people are Jessica Capshaw that's not Kate Jillian Anderson we all know who Jillian Anderson yes. is right okay happy birthday Jillian Anderson Deion Sanders football player he's all of 53 young man Hoda Kolb you know Hoda mm-hmm. from morning TV mm-hmm. 56 Michael Kors if Joanne have you ever bought any Michael Kors designs and Sam Elliott the actor with the wonderful sexy voice is 76 <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did a scene in um, Frankie and Grace with Jane Fonda. I think he was one of her lovers. And it was, oh, George remembers that. Whoa. And I have some interesting names of people who have birthdays, and I don't know who they are, but they're mostly YouTube stars. Uh, Grian, G-R-I-A-N, that's somebody. Alec, Alexa Bliss, that's a beautiful name, is a wrestler. Hunter in the Gym is a 14-year-old girl who's a YouTube star. Hunter in the Gym, I don't even know. Then there's one called F. Whip. 
Lowercase w- F with a capital W for Whip is a YouTube star. And Jazz Lee, L-E, YouTube star and somebody named Berghost, B-E-R-E-G-H-O-S-T. God bless you all and happy birthday to you all. So let's do a little more about, let's see, we have about eight minutes left. So let's fit in a little bit more. I'm going to read one statement from each of you and just take a minute to explain it. So, oh, George, this is a good one. George says, creativity is a tuning with astute wit to appearing unseen connections. Ooh, that's deep. George, take a minute and tell me what this means to you. There are stories, many different types of stories where say the 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 princess to be has to spin gold by the morning and she can't can't possibly do it. And she but she put in her best effort and just then there's a rap at the window and the leprechaun comes to help. Or Let's say you're minding your own business and you, again, feel like your goose is cooked and then something comes just at the right time to help you carry on or inspire you. It's, it's again, like we were touching on earlier. Uh, and for me, my cup of tea very much is working with dreams. How often when you really don't know which way to turn or you're cooking or incubating a next step, suddenly comes a dream like an angel, like an unbidden guest that helps you find your way. So to listen and develop the ability to attune and hear and watch and open to where those signs, just like the movie Serendipity, uh, to me is is absolutely essential for us to keep dancing our dance. Thank you. Beautiful. I love to hear you speak, George. Very, very poetic and storytelling every time you speak. Thank you. I don't know if this is from Vincent or from Joanne or both. I'm going to read your statement number three. I think this is lovely. Say On the musical advocacy path, our first journey into creation was the 88 Ways Music Can Change Your Life book series. This is what I want you to talk about. Both of you, each one take a minute. Coming up with the concept, reaching out to thousands of musicians, reviewing and editing, tapped inner creativity we never knew we had. Who wants to go first, Vincent or Joanne? Sure. So, you know, this project was much bigger than we ever imagined it was going to be. (laughs) And as you alluded to, we reached out to over 6,000 musicians around the world asking if they had a story they might like to share. And we thought that was the hard part. And then, you know, (laughs) receiving the stories coming in and then we selecting the stories and then became the editing process. And that's where we really learned to kind of expand our creativity because, you know, as a musician, I'm a so-so writer. Uh, but I learned, you know, over the years and just through the practice of working with these stories and the Joanne helping and we would go back and forth, editing back and forth and then back and forth with a story contributor sometimes until we finally all settled into a place where we were happy with the end result. And it was a lot of creativity because people would send in a story and some of them were written perfectly as is, but some of them we actually had to coaxing creatively. <laughs> That's uh, a polite word. Embellish, but, but creatively <laughs> write it in a way such that it would draw yeah. The reader in mm-hmm. and uh to me that was a great experience of for, that i never had you know before that yeah and you know i i read books i don't write books at least up until recently right um in 2014 mm-hmm. when we started the book series um we've really learned where commas belong and where they don't belong <laughs> <laughs> Very, very well put. And by the way, Joanne, I realize you did send me some statements of your own. Let's do ta- statement number three. You say, being creative allows me to be myself in the most authentic way. Joanne, give me a minute with this one, please. Go ahead. So one of the things that I like to do that I don't really have a lot of time to do um, is scrapbooking. And mm. through that, you know, you can really put 
you know, your deepest feelings in with a photo or an event, you know, with a person. And, you know, it doesn't matter what other people think. You can use whatever colors you want. You can write it or you can print it through a printer. You know, it's, it's a, it's the reflection of you and what you feel inside. And me being able to be creative in that way is I think probably one of the most beautiful ways of being creative. I love it. Thank you very much, Serge. I'm looking at your mm-hmm. statement number two. I'll read it. You say musical creation starts at the highest abstraction level, like in mathematics, like in inception. Ooh, Serge, talk to us. Yeah, uh, what I like is to to, to work um, at uh, abstraction higher level. And as George was mentioning, maybe it's uh, some kind of dream or emotion. You know, and and then go to 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 build the structure uh, more and more in details in terms of harmony. And then once we have created the harmony, you create the melody, and then you make sure that uh, in the various dimensions, which could be vertical or horizontal, but we don't have time to talk about this more in detail now. Uh, everything goes in the in the right direction of of this emotion. And 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 uh, I think this, this movie Inception illustrates this concept very well because you have these various levels of dreams, right? Yeah. And and with sometimes uh, of difference between the various levels, and this is a very nice representation of the way I, I compose music and, and I see music. And once you understand how this is built, just by hearing a piece, you understand uh, what comes next. And, and, and why it comes next, because we have an education in, in our ear, and uh, you see the work of the composer, and it's really great. And um, this is how I understand harmony. Lovely, beautiful. And harmony is connection, right? Connection of people singing in a chorus, connection of notes coming together to make a sound that only one note couldn't. Oh, I'm so inspired by all of you. We don't have time to play your third piece, Serge, but we did play the two, and I'm so happy we did. What I'd like to do is go around the table. We've got two minutes left, and I want to make sure we end on time. Josh keeps me honest about ending on time. So I want you to each give a website or a place where somebody can find you if they're looking for more information. George Vinay, quickly, where can people go to learn more about you? Uh, The Wedding of Eros and Psyche.com. That's my website. T-H-E-W-E-D-D-I-N-G-O-F-E-R-O-S-A-N-D-P-S-Y-C-H-E.com. Did I get it? Yes. Uh The Wedding of Eros and Psyche.com. Thank you very much. Vincent and Joanne, I think this is an easier one. Where can people go to hear (laughs) more about you? (laughs) So for the book series, it's 88, the two numbers, 88, 88waysmusic.com. And for the nonprofit. And the music holidays, you can find us at keepmusicalive.org. K-E-E-P-M-U-S-I-C-A-L-I-V-E dot O-R-G. And Surge, I've got it. Surge is on SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud, one word, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D dot com slash the number 1414, numero un, quatre, Sergio, S-E-R-G-I-O. So that's SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D dot com forward slash one four S-E-R-G-I-O. Thank you. We put it in the chat. I appreciate it. Anybody have any shout outs to anybody? Shout outs, anybody? Quick, George. Shout outs to all of you, all of us. Uh, it oh. Just it's what again? How how great that our paths have crossed, and who knows what listener or what viewer is also crossing our paths? In which way it's all going to go? Right? It gets us up out of bed in the morning to know which way you know to watch and which way it's going to unfold for us. So I sing your praises, all of you, especially you, Radio Red, because you always bring courtesy, which oh. comes from the word court. 
right? So there's a certain royal way we can be with each other that has kindness and the valuing of each other. And I think you embody it. And I see it with Vincent from the first time I met you, Vincent, and now Joanne and Serge. Listen, I wish all of you and all your listeners great creativity, man. Thank you. And I just have a quick closing here. Thank you all. Life is short. Break the rules. Don't we all forgive quickly? Kiss slowly. It's the only way. Trust me. Love truly. Laugh uncontrollably and never regret anything that made you smile. And hear my final words. Work like you don't need the money. Even if you do, just keep working like you're having a good time. Dance like nobody's watching. And when I was teaching disco and line dances and ballroom, everybody watched. (laughs) Trust me. Sing like nobody's listening. Ah, I try not to and too bad if I do. Love like you've never been hurt because we've all been hurt. Get over it. Your heart will heal. It will go on. Love goes on and let it into your life. Money talks, chocolate sings, and last but not least, and I stole this line from somebody else, thank you for turning me on. Radio Red, everybody wave goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio, presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.